welcome to SEL Unfiltered. If you are a teacher, counselor, or educator looking for additional SEL resources and encouragement, you are in the right place. Stick around to empower the SEL guide in you. This week, we are starting our series on creating and implementing an SEL program at your school. This series, we are covering all of the topics so that you can seamlessly create and implement the perfect SEL program for your school. Today's episode, we are going to play a quick round of Teaser Tuesday, share some of the benefits to SEL, and what you can expect in your school. We will finish things off by answering our question of the day. I am your host, Michelle Shepard, and I am joined today by my trusty co-host, Caitlin Baldwin. We are just two middle school counselors in the trenches wanting to share our unfiltered SEL tips and tricks that we have learned and developed over the years with you. So let's get down to it. Let's talk about the nitty gritty benefits of SEL. The proof is in the pudding, people. And by pudding, I mean data. You all know I really like talking about the data. We will dive into that into a few minutes, but in the meantime, you know, we talked about some buy-in during our last series. And once you have that buy-in, the real magic starts to happen and you are going to start seeing the benefits of SEL. I know at our school where we implement the mind trick, I personally see a difference. Michelle, what do you think? Oh, absolutely. It is night and day different from before we had an SEL program to now having an SEL program. The amount of counselor requests, the amount of office referrals, the amount of just chaos, Mm -hmm. totally different. Right. So it makes a big deal having that SEL program implemented. So the proof really is in the pudding, people. So let's just dive a little bit deeper into talking about it. Our game, my favorite part. But first, the game. Here we go. Teaser Tuesday. So if you're just joining us, we do a game every week so that you have something you can do with your students in the classroom or in a small group. And also we just like it because it's fun. Right. And these games typically are a couple minutes. So you can implement it whenever you felt like your kids, maybe they even just needed a break in the middle of class because they're a little squirrely today. So these are just great ways to take a little break and then get them back on track. Absolutely. Yeah. Are you ready, Caitlin? I'm so ready. Okay. Teaser Tuesday. Here we go. You are in a dark room with a candle, a wood stove, and a gas lamp. You only have one match. So what do you like first? Mm. Okay. You're going to like lose your mind when I tell you the answer. Oh, there's a right answer. There is a right answer to oh, this one. Oh, wow. Okay. Dark room, candle, wood stove, and a gas lamp. And you So initially that. I was going to say wood stove thinking like, Maybe it's cold and like, but for survival, you know what I mean? Right. Like that's what I was thinking. But now, now that you're telling me there's, there might be a right answer. I'm changing my answer. Okay. I, I'm going to say candle because then I could use the candle to light the other two things. Okay. So I'm going to tell you that you're wrong, but you're thinking on the right track. Okay. So you're going to use it to light the other things. Does Mm -hmm. that help you answer the question or do you give up? Well, I'm going to be really honest. I'm a little naive when it comes to this topic because I've never used a gas lamp. So (laughs) I'm not even really sure. I've seen them. Right. I've seen them. But like how to light something with that? I don't know. Same with a wood stove. 
Uh, I don't know. So what's, what's the right answer? The right answer is you light the match first. Oh my gosh. That's a trick question. Right? That's why it's called Teaser Tuesday. Oh. Trickery. That, that was a trick for sure. Oh, the kids would really like that though. Right? They would be stumped. Totally. Like me. They okay. would love it. And then it creates great discussion between them where they can figure out. Yeah, they'd banter. Yeah. They definitely would banter with that one. And sometimes those are like the questions where they start to have arguments, but it's like productive arguments where they're learning how to argue in like a, a good way. Right. Absolutely. They're learning to discuss and dis- disagree respectfully. Yes. Learning all kinds of things. That's a great question. I think I'm going to take that back to school with me next week and ask my kids that because that's going to stump them. All right. Okay. I'm going to ask you one. Okay. You're escaping a maze and there are three doors in front of you. The door on the left leads to a pit of lava. The door in the center leads to a room filled with deadly gas. The door on the right leads to a lion that has not eaten in three months. Which door do you choose? Hmm. Well, the lava, I mean, you're going to burn alive. Like, how are you going to get across fiery lava? I I don't know. Maybe there's like pebbles in it or something, like stones. I don't know. Okay, so I'm going to say the lava's out. And deadly gas, I mean, can I hold my breath? How big is the room? Like, or do I want to get eaten by a lion? No, are you going to risk it? Like, can I hold my breath with the deadly gas? Or, like, maybe you could, like, rip your shirt and, like, put it over your face. Tie it around your face. Hold your breath and run. Or the door on the right to a lion that hasn't eaten in three months. The lion would be dead. You're right. How do you go three months without eating? Oh, man. What trick? What that, a trick. You're good call. Yeah. The lion would. Oh, that's kind of sad, but. They killed the lion. Yeah. But that's the door you should choose. I guess there was a right answer. There is a right answer. Oh, man. I never knew these had right answers. I just thought they were, like, perfect for discussion. So you can find these probably online. I mean, to create your own. You can also follow us on Instagram or Twitter yes. or Facebook, and we post a teaser Tuesday every Tuesday that you can use with your class. So follow us, like us. Yep. Enjoy our teaser Tuesdays every week. Yep. Okay, here we go. The benefits of SEL. So we're definitely going to get into the data and the research today. I, If that is not your thing, don't stop. Stay tuned <laughs> because there's more at the end that shows why. And I will break it down. We'll break it down for you into smaller pieces. If you're like, guys, I hate data. I hate research. (laughs) It's just boring. Oh, yeah. Boring. But it's boring, but it's not. Right. I don't know. Because how can you argue with the data? You can't argue with the data. Right. Like the the proof is in the pudding. (laughs) Okay. Here we go. No one cares how much you know until they know how much you care. That's a quote by Theodore Roosevelt. And I think that's accurate. I mean, all this data, that's great. We know all these things, but it doesn't matter to our students. It doesn't matter to anyone unless they know that we actually care about them. They don't care to listen. Right. It sounds so simple reading that when you're like, you know, I almost had to reread it a couple of times. Like no one cares how much you know until they know how much you care. I was like, wait a second. What does that even mean? But it really just, it goes down to like basics relationship building yeah 
kids want to feel loved and cared for. Yeah. Love your kids. Can you say that? Love your kids? Yeah. Can we say that? Definitely. That's what we should do as educators. Love our kids? Yeah. Even the tough ones. Especially the tough ones. Especially the tough ones. Yep. Which are very challenging sometimes. So the research says, here we go. Don't, don't close us out yet. (laughs) Just listen for a minute. The research says in a 2017 article in the Journal of Child Development titled Promoting Positive Youth Development Through School-Based Social and Emotional Learning Interventions, a meta-analysis of follow-up effects after reviewing over 97,000 students. I know this is a very long title. Sorry. So after reviewing the data from 97,000 students, they found that SEL enhances positive youth development. They also discovered that participants fared significantly better than controls in social emotional skills, attitudes, and indicators of well-being. Essentially, they are saying that of the 97,000 students that participated in an SEL program, they found that they did much better in having good attitudes and better social emotional skills than the students who did not participate in an SEL program. Mm -hmm. The benefits were also similar regardless of students' race, socioeconomic background, or school location, meaning it didn't matter where they went to school. It didn't matter their background at home. It didn't matter how much money they have, if they're free and reduced, if they are the richest student in the school or what race they are. None of those things had an impact on the benefits that SEL had for them. And then the post-intervention social-emotional skill development, which means after doing the SEL program, was the strongest predictor of well-being at follow-up. So after they did a social-emotional program, they were still showing that the students were doing better than the students who didn't have an SEL program at their school. And they also found that those students who went through an SEL program were more likely to graduate than the students who did not go through an SEL program. Sorry, that was a lot to digest. But holy cow. Right? The amount of information you just read in that paragraph. And how, like, how do you argue with 97,000 students? That's a lot of data. That's a big number. Right. And the fact that it doesn't matter their backgrounds, like, any of that. Yeah. Like, SEL works for every student. Right? Every student. That's that's extremely powerful. I love that. And I have goosebumps. We'll put the links to all of these um, research studies in our blog post for this podcast so that you can go back and look through them. If you need to pull that data for your principal or pull it for something else, you can see where we got it. So that will all be listed in our podcast for you or in our blog post for the podcast for you. Perfect. I love that. Okay. So let's continue talking about the benefits of SEL. So we know Castle published a brief listing of the practical benefits of SEL. They noted that schools can look to find the following increases by adding an SEL program to the curriculum. So these are the things that changed when they added SEL. 27% more students would improve their academic performance at the end of the program. That's a lot. That's a big number. That's more than a fourth of your school will improve their academic performance. Yes, and that's, that's beneficial to teachers, right? You know, when your kids are on track... That reduces their stress and anxiety of staying with their standards that they have to teach as well. Absolutely. Plus, your evaluation goes up. 
Yes. Better. Some evaluations are based on pay too. So you might. And that helps your principals with the data of the school of academically how they're doing. So huge right there. The next one says 57% more would gain their skill levels. Wow. That's a lot. So essentially you're teaching this and 57% of your kids are going to gain skills. Yeah. Improve their skill levels. That's over half. 24% more would have improved social behaviors and lower levels of distress. Could you imagine having 24% less students in your office in crisis? Yes. As counselors or even as teachers, like kids having meltdowns in the classroom. 24% less. That's a lot. That's a huge number. Especially when I think about how many kids have crises. Especially before we implemented SEL, Mm -hmm. I was drowning. Right. And especially now as we are evolving in the world and things that are happening and we know that anxiety and things like that are on the rise, this would help bring it back down. So that's huge. Uh, The next one says 23% more would have improved attitudes. Wow. When I think of working in the middle school, a good attitude goes a long way. Right? That that one right there sticks out to me as a middle school counselor. Where, my middle school people, where are you at? We, you hear me. That, that's a big one for us. Yes. Uh, and the last one is 22% more would it show fewer conduct problems. 22% less office referrals? Mm-hmm. Whoa. Administration's going to like that number. Right? Big highlighter right there if you're trying to convince your principal. Yeah, so those are some some good things that you can take to your principals or whoever else, your team, and talk about it because there are some strong benefits of SEL. Then let's continue with the American Journal of Public Health published an article titled Early Social-Emotional Functioning and Public Health, the Relationship Between Kindergarten, Social Competence, and Future Wellness, And they found statistically significant associations between measured social emotional skills in kindergarten and key young adult outcomes across multiple domains of education, employment, criminal activity, substance use, and mental health. So these results demonstrate the relevance of non-cognitive skills and development for personal and public health outcomes, essentially breaking that down. It's saying that even starting in kindergarten, students who are learning SEL skills in kindergarten are showing a benefit throughout their entire life, which includes the workplace. It includes education. It includes the amount of substance use that they are having and also their mental health. So anxiety, depression, suicidal Mm -hmm. thoughts. I mean, that's fascinating. So not only does SEL help improve outcomes in school, but SEL helps improve outcomes in life. Right, within the community. Within the community, to the point that we have a, a study in the Journal of Public Health. Right, saying the, the criminal activity, I think, is huge in the substance use. Like, that affects our community big time. Right? Mm-hmm. And saying, this is amazing, saying, like, starting in kindergarten, but I want you guys to know, like, you can start SEL at any age, and it's still going to have strong benefits. For our kids. Certainly. Just imagine the kids who get it from, like, K through 12. Right. It's, I mean, amazing. The earlier you can start, the better. But, I mean, at any point starting. So, if your school doesn't have one, it doesn't matter. You can still implement it now, and it's still going to make big differences. It's never too late. Never too late. At all. 
So what can we see in our school? We've kind of talked about some data sources for you, some research, but what does this actually look like in our school? Right. So for those of you who are not big on the data here, here's the part you're going to like. All right. So how is this going to impact you? So first, less office referrals. Teachers not having to send kids to the office. Administration not having kids sitting in their offices. I mean, even boils down to like secretaries not having kids sitting in the main office, like waiting to see principals, assistant principals. Like it's all around beneficial for everybody. And then kids are in the classroom learning. Which is bottom line what we want, right? We want kids in the classroom. The next thing is initial increase in counseling requests followed by less. So those of you who are counselors, you're going to say, whoa, 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 whoa. You're going to say, I'm going to see more kids? Say what? Right. But it's only temporary because these kids are now learning all of these new skills. And it might be hard for them to wrap their mind around it initially. And they're going to be like, Miss Baldwin, I, I don't know how to control these emotions that I'm learning about. But then eventually they're going to keep doing this program and they're going to learn those coping skills and how to have better friendships. Yes. And it's, it's going to change things. So s- stick through it. You got it. We got this. You're going to see an increase in some things, but then you also see a decrease in others. So mm-hmm. that drama and those fires that you're putting out constantly, that decreases. While you're seeing maybe initially some more students, it's quicker times in your office and it's less intense. You can get them back to class in five to seven minutes instead of a complete meltdown that's taking, you know, 20 minutes right. to resolve. Yes. Yes. So then you're, you're getting them back in that classroom, which is exactly what we want. The next one is students regulating their own emotions. Students regulating their own emotions. Magic. Magic. And then teachers helping students regulate their emotions. So giving teachers that tool and those skills to help kids do that. And your SEL program is that tool. While the teacher is teaching the student mm-hmm. how to regulate their emotions, they now have tools to go to when little Johnny is having a hard time. They like remember box breathing. And little Johnny can sit at his desk and do box breathing for a couple minutes and never has to leave the classroom. But the teacher knows the words to use because the lessons are getting implemented in the classroom with that teacher. Mm-hmm. So awesome. Okay. Students managing conflict on their own. Oh, man. I love this. Amazing. I hate mediating conflict in my office. It annoys me so much because they just get so angry and they're so mad at each other that we sit down and we talk through it. And once they can do that on their own, oh, it's a, it's amazing. You don't, they don't get as angry as at each other. Their friendships are stronger. It goes back to that being able to identify and control emotions helps with the conflict. So when they're not as heated or maybe they can take a step back and be like, you know, let me see this other person's perspective. Yeah. It's a game changer. It is absolutely a game changer. And then students caring for one another. And this goes (sighs) along with that. They have empathy for each other. They help each other. When they see that someone's sad, they can recognize one that they're sad. And then they can go over to them and say, you know, oh, I've been sad before or mm-hmm. give them a compliment or cheer them up, tell them a joke, just help them get through the day because they can recognize those emotions. And it just warms your heart when you see this. I just had a student in my office this past week who said, 
she was sitting in the hallway having a hard moment, kind of in tears. And she said, Mrs. Baldwin, this boy who is really cool, who doesn't really talk to me ever, walked by and he stopped and he said, hey, are you okay? And she said, I was really blown away that he took the time to stop and say that to me. These are sixth graders. Aww. So SEL's working for them. Like, that's so sweet. They can see each other in need and and help each other. So even when they're not best friends. Even when they're, they don't even really know each other. Like, oh, I love it. I just love when my kids are able to do those things. That's awesome. And then last, students coming to school. We have those kids who hate coming to school because they can't manage their anxiety or they feel like they're getting picked on or they're picking on others or they feel that school is too hard and so they really struggle. So the lessons in SEL are teaching them that growth mindset, how to overcome failure, what to do when things are hard. They're teaching them skills of bullying and being kind to one each other, one another. I say skills of bullying, skills to prevent bullying mm-hmm. or skills to react to bullying. And then just attendance, they want to be there. They're building relationships with their fellow students and they're building relationships with their teachers. And school's just a fun place to be. They enjoy it. I mean, who doesn't want to play games every day? Right. So when you make school fun for kids, it it changes everything. They want to be there. And even the adults want to be there. When your kids love school, it helps you find the joy in loving school. That's a very accurate statement. Mm -hmm. It's wonderful to watch kids having fun and to see them laughing and see them smiling. It makes coming to work so much better. Yeah, it makes you feel like you're in the profession where you're passionate and you know you're there for a reason. I would agree. All right, so we've kind of talked about the benefits of SEL. We talked a lot about the data. But we also talked about how it just benefits you as a teacher, a counselor, administration, a school-wide program, even in the community. So moving on to the last segment of the show, our question of the week. This is where we want to hear from you and hear your tough questions. We are SEL Unfiltered for a reason, people. Email us your questions at podcast at themindtrek.com. So here's our question. Why is there often an increase in bullying reports when SEL was first started? Michelle, what do you think? So what I have noticed in the past is that students now are recognizing bullying. And so they are able to communicate that something is happening and something that is not right is happening. And they also are realizing that it's hurting others, that it's wrong and they have a relationship with you at this point and so they feel comfortable telling someone that it's going on so it's not that bullying is increasing in your school just the cognizant recognition of it happening is increasing and the students realize that it's wrong and they want it to stop so they're motivated to make it stop so then they're telling you about it so it doesn't mean that your bullying is actually increasing you'll see quickly that your bullying decreases but at the very beginning you're going to notice that students are reporting it more but that's just that they're reporting it more it's not that it is happening more they're just more willing to tell you that it's happening that's a really good point because sometimes we don't think about that we think oh my gosh there's just more when in reality is this stuff that maybe we didn't see is now just coming to light 
Right. You're shining a light on what's going on. I mean, think about cleaning under your bed. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, like your room looks all clean, but then you go look under the bed and you're like, oh my gosh, where did that dust come from? <laughs> it's kind of that. You're just oh. shining a light and then you're getting it all cleaned out. So overall, the benefits, again, the proof is in the pudding, people. It's there. This has been SEL Unfiltered. Thanks to our sponsor, the MindTrek SEL program, guiding people of all ages to make the impossible possible by giving them the tools to overcome stress, build stronger relationships, and climb their Everest. You can find them at themindtrek.com. If you have feedback or want us to answer your SEL questions, email us at podcast at themindtrek.com. We would love to hear from you. Join us next time to empower the SEL guide in you.